even better now talking with you and how's everything in uh in your world how's country 89 how's everybody doing fantastic man we're in a, a bit of a cold spell here in niagara i don't know where are you in nashville right now no i'm uh, i'm up in my farm here in uh in alberta and it's it's been a cold snap here it's been like minus 25 last probably four or five days so uh wow. it hasn't been fun but it but with you being obviously so close to the water that's that's a stick to your bones cold i, I would take my dry minus 25 over here minus 10 any day it's that humid oh, wet air that whether it's hot or cold <clears throat> it just gets in your bones for sure oh absolutely and all of us canadians even though we're very hardy and and we've uh toured across this great land many many times all of us if you talk with me you talk with jade you talk with the rec laws dean brody we all say the same thing if you're close to a body of water or especially niagara where you can get some wind right off of the right off of the falls like let me tell you i mean I would take this dry Alberta cold over anything else. No doubt about that. Where in the country haven't you been? I mean, you've been coast to coast to coast. I'm sure those little markets where you haven't been yet. Is there anywhere you want to go in Canada, Brett? <clears throat> you know, it's a great question. I uh, honestly, there's no place that, that that I haven't been. I've I've been to every every major city, every major town, every province, every territory. Um, for me, it's just about where I want to return to. And I've loved my time in the territories. I mean, I, I really want to go um, back up to uh, Iqaluit. I really want to go back up to uh, Yellowknife, Whitehorse, uh, Dawson City in the Yukon. I'd love to do some moose hunting up there. For me, I mean, exploring the north is the last of, of the wild frontier. Whereas even here in Alberta, we've got, you know, thousands of acres on our ranch and we love it but still you can reach a fence line where that's the neighbor's land and you can get there you know actually pretty quickly on a, you know half an hour drive on a on an atv and you get to the end of your property whereas for me why i love the north so much is because i get this opportunity to drive and drive and drive or fly a helicopter and just fly and fly and fly and you haven't even seen one one thousandth of the vastness of the Yukon, for example. So here in Canada, we're so lucky to have so much land and so many incredible people and incredible communities. I, I cannot believe how lucky I am to have been able to experience so, so much of it. Well, lucky we are to have you uh, as part of our team here in Team Canada. Uh, now let's talk about the Compass Project. This Thank you. How does, how does someone put out four records in one year? How do you do it, Brett? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to, you and I are going to have a conversation or maybe a, maybe a drink at the CCMAs or something like that in Hamilton. And, and we're going to look at each other and I'll say this went way easier than I thought it was going to, or this was a massive undertaking and I was too ambitious. I, I, I really don't know. I think the reality is, is that I just have so much music in me and I have so much that I want to say, and I don't want to do an album like this or a project like this um, later on in my career. I really want to do it in my prime in while I'm right, right in the thick of things. And I love Western music. I really do. I love country and Western. I love classic country. So the West album is all about that. Nice. But I also am a songwriter and I love the singer songwriter vibes of, of Gordon Lightfoot and a lot of my heroes from the East coast who could sit with the guitar and just dazzle you with their lyrics. And I've learned to do some of that over the years. So I've got an entire album that is singer songwriter and love songs and songs about the land. But then we've got the South album that is out right now. It's the number one album in Canada because I feel that we just take every trick that I've ever learned um, 
from Nashville or from recording in Saskatoon or with my band. And we've just put together an extraordinary package of songs uh, for the South album. So I'm so excited that my fans and 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 you, who's such a, an important part of the industry, will get to hear all these different sides of me and not just one song, but an entire album that is dedicated to that side. Now, is there a side we haven't seen yet? Well, I think the the live side is something that a lot of fans have seen, but they've not been able to hear. They hear this song once, and then you go into the next song, the show is over, and then you wait a couple of years for me to come back. Whereas now, these versions uh, of, of, of my hits, it's, it's really like a greatest hits package, if you will. So songs like Drink About Me are now going to be able to live forever, the live version and how we do it, what I say um, in the middle, how I can really take our crowd on a journey in songs like Tough Times Don't Last, Tough People Do, or I Didn't Fall In Love With Your Hair, or how we turn the song Anthem, which is a two minute and 47 second banger, and we turn that into a five minute extravaganza live as our encore every night. So the, the live record is gonna be a side that a lot of fans have experienced, but only for about an hour or two hours. Well, they get to live with this now for the rest of their lives yeah. because it's gonna live on forever. And I'm really proud of all four of these records. I'm a big fan of live records, you know, to count your <laughs> artists, because you, you are right. When you go see a band, you go see an artist, you love the live show, you get the vibe, you wanna take that home with you. And live yeah. sometimes can never capture what a studio record could even try to do, right? Yeah, they, they can't. And we, we were so lucky over the years, Robert, that we, we had, uh, we recorded every show that we've done over the last six, seven years because I wanted to do a live album. I just didn't know when. And I felt that this would be the perfect thing if, if you look at the needles of the compass, northeast, southwest. And, well, what are we going to do for the north? Well, the north is Canada to me. And Canada is everything to me. It's where, where I'm born and raised and where my career has flourished. So this is the perfect way to celebrate Canada and to celebrate these incredible cities and towns that i've been able to play in and the venues airwaves live from the calgary stampede we've got uh drink about me live from the drive-in that we did in toronto uh during the COVID era cool. so very very unique versions of these songs and uh and i'm so lucky i'm so so lucky that now you know they'll get to live on forever talk about canada for just a second i uh, was trying to think about a uh, mount rushmore canadian version of a mount rushmore from your perspective, whose faces need to be on that in Canada? We're going to pick four, Brett. Yeah, well, Sh Shania Twain, absolutely. No, Nobody had more success uh, worldwide than Shania Twain. So she she's on, on Mount Rushmore. The next would be Anne Murray. Uh, uh, Anne Murray was one of the first to really pave the way for Canadians. She performed on the Grand Ole Opry, um, you know, countless times and uh, Elvis also said his favorite singer in the whole wide world, Anne Murray. Yeah. So Anne Murray will will be on on Mount Rushmore. Uh, the next I'd say would be uh, Paul Brandt. Paul Brandt has more Canadian Country Music Awards than anybody else. I believe it's twenty seven uh, awards. So Paul definitely uh, would be on there. And then the fourth is a toss up for me that you might need to ask your listeners to. To see, so do we go super old school and do we put Hank Snow on there because he was a member of the Grand Ole Opry? Do we add another female, the third female, which is which would be Terry Clark mm. to me? Terry had an extraordinary career, or uh, do we put Ian Tyson? He just passed away. Uh, my gut says Ian Tyson, yeah. Ian Tyson, uh, you know, and, and many, many radio stations and blogs, 
Um, I think it was actually the CBC had uh, a contest or a vote to say, what is the greatest Canadian song of all time? And it was Ian Tyson's Four Strong Winds. Yeah. So because of that, I think Ian Tyson, as a note to the West, the singer, the songwriter, the cowboy, country and Western music, uh, Shania Twain is the queen of country pop. So you have to have the West. So actually, I, I might have answered my own question. Ian Tyson, Paul Brandt, Anne-Marie Shania Twain. We settled on that four. Well done. That's going to look great out West. I think somewhere in the Rockies, we'll put that up there. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect spot for it. Uh, no, no surprise. You love being a dad. You love your family. Uh, we love that. You love your family. Uh, makes us feel good. Makes us feel that Brett Kissel's out there raising a great family and a great group of people. Thank your you. song, watch it. I mean, I'm, I've got two little girls myself, 11 and 13, and I'm getting to that point. They're getting to that point where I'm not as cool as I was. And to hear that song, it really strikes a chord with me as a father. How did that song come to you? Well, I'm, I'm honored that, that you're bringing up this song and that you talked about that one particular part in the second verse where it says, but for now we're busy laughing at whatever's on TV. Someday it'll happen. You'll be too cool for me. And I cling tight to my daughters and my two sons and I hold them tight as, as often as I can um, because I know that that time is coming. It's, it's inevitable. It happens for every parent. And when this song, when I went into the studio with this song, Matt Rogers and Blake Bollinger, two of my favorite songwriters, and the three of us, we talked about the approach to this. And we felt that this is exactly what's great about country music, mm -hmm. this song yeah. right here, because no other genre will really tell this story. Um, pop is so driven by melody and feeling Rock um, obviously is, is driven by rock guitars and, and really sticking it to the man um, and, and really standing up for what you believe. And that's what rock is all about. Whereas country music can take a page out of, uh, you know, the tender songwriters and write a tender song. And so I'm grateful that I was able to bring this song to life. Um, and uh, it's very difficult for me to sing it live. I've sung it a few times mm. and I choke up every time. I can see that for sure. Hey, do your kids know you're famous yet? Have you hit that point? <laughs> They they asked me what famous is because we were at we were at dinner the other day, um, and and a few people came up for some photos and and some autographs and uh, it was it was a teenage girl looked at Mila who's my oldest, um, and Mila's seven and this teenager was probably sixteen maybe fifteen sixteen said, you know what's it like to have a famous dad, and Mila said, what does famous mean, and so for me I actually was really happy that that was her response because I think to her I'm very normal. I do the chores, help feed the horse and the chickens and the ducks, and 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 I discipline as best I possibly can. Yeah. I give my children, you know, as much space as I possibly can to spread their wings and fly. Um, I cook as often as I can. I make a lot of mistakes as a dad. It's just reality, and I don't think that they really realize. They know I sing and I play music, but I don't think they realize, you know, what I've done. And and, and maybe it's okay. Maybe yeah. they'll never realize it, and maybe that's the best thing. So. I don't really know how to answer that question because I, I I don't think they realize and I try very hard to make sure they know that I'm I'm very normal. I'm just a dad who lives out in the country that uh, just can play and sing a little bit. Well, it's great to know they just love you as being dad. I think that's enough for, for most. Very dads, much so. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. I know you're from Alberta, but if you heard what's happening at the West Edmonton Mall, they're shutting down the mind bender after 40 years. That giant. I didn't. I, I I didn't hear that. I, I've been on the mind bender many many times, but I didn't know that they were they were shutting it down. Uh, and I and I'll, I'm gonna have to Google and, and figure out why. Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't shut it down in the '80s. They had like three people, three fatalities on that ride back in the '80s. Then they fixed it up, and 
I mean, it, I, I, I've been to the West Edmonton Mall like back in the early 90s. Uh, I haven't been in a yeah. long while, but uh, yeah, I found that fascinating that they still had it up and running. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, some of my band members had, had come back to Edmonton uh, for this New Year's Eve gig that we did for the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. which was an epic, epic show. Um, but a lot of their spouses had actually not been to Edmonton. So they took them all to West Edmonton Mall and got their photo with the mind bender when they're going, you know, down and the camera caught them in the most, most epic of ways. So <laughs> they made me promise that I'm not going to post it on social media, yeah. but some of, uh, some of the wives and some of my band members, uh, they, uh, well, they look pretty funny. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that That's on the mind bender. So I might need to. Get uh, one last ride in on the Mindbender before yeah, she it, shuts down. Get it before it's gone, for sure. Uh, what's the rest of the year? Another album's coming out. Are you touring each album? How's that going to work for us, Brett? We're, we're going to wait until every album is out, and then we're going to tour. That way we can make a really, really special set list. Um, when we make that special set list, it's going to be fit for some of the greatest venues across Canada. So, yes, my agent is actually coming over um, to Prince Edward Island to watch our show here on Friday. And uh, we're going to sit down with pen and paper. We're going to look through all the offers. We're going to look at the shows that uh, are going to be bought, which basically means a a theater or an arena is hiring us. And then we're going to look at all the venues that we're going to rent the arena or the theater ourselves. And so we're going through everything, which means uh, definitely before the summer, we're going to announce where we're going, how we're getting there, and how much fun we're going to have. So damn rights, we're going to tour. I promise you we will. Well, I'd love to see a Niagara stop at some point or maybe somewhere close. That'd be great. It, it, if it's not Niagara, I know it will be close because thanks to you, um, I think it's one of the strongest markets. And I can say this as a guy who's traveled across the nation umpteen times. Hmm. I think it's one of the strongest markets for country music in the whole nation. So because of that, I just want to say a giant thank you to you and your team at Country 89. Like It's it's really special what you've done over the years to nurture your listener uh, base and nurture my fan base and Dean Brody's fan base and the Rec Laws fan base. Yeah. We all are very appreciative to have careers in Niagara. Thanks to you. Well, without you, I wouldn't be here. So we'll get a thanks to everyone on this one. Everyone's pulling their weight. Well done. Brett Kissel, a real pleasure to meet you for the first time and chat with you. Enjoy the rest of your interview day and we'll look forward to hearing all your music as it comes out. Yes, sir. Can't wait to see you very soon. Take care, man. Take care. See you, buddy. Bye-bye.